The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dumbcast. My name is Dave Canyon. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. Glad you're enthusiastic. So am I. It's been a while. I always say that, though. It's always It's been a few days, let's say, since I recorded my last uh, Dumbcast. It is uh, Wednesday, January 25th. I am on the New York State Thruway. Northbound. It is 422 in the afternoon. 422. Uh, in the afternoon, I'm a little bit late, but that's okay. No, uh, no harm, no foul. Um, I'm just not going to get done as early as I could have. And uh, but otherwise, no demerits for me. Um, it is a beautiful day, actually warm, forty some odd degrees. I don't know why I'm giving you a weather report; you can't see it anyway. But just want to give you an idea of what I'm driving in. I like to give you a little insight as to what's going on in my vehicle. Um, yeah, the roads are f- uh, fairly dry, and the sun is out. It's setting. Not too bad, uh, 422. It's uh, The days are getting longer, one minute at a time. It's a good time of the year. I like that. One minute at a time, a little bit longer, a little bit longer, one one minute longer of daylight until we get to the summer solstice. And then it gets, you know, then it decreases by a minute a day, which is sad. But I'm going to enjoy it. I enjoy this whole process. Um, yeah, the weather's good. The other day it wasn't so good. Uh, I was coming back from New York City, and it was like ice. It was kind of snowy, but it was more like ice uh, pellets, like hitting the car. Um, all the way from, uh, if you want to look at it on your maps, uh, Suffern, Suffern, New York, or Ramapo, New York, all the way up to Saugerties, New York, until I got my front door. And then I live on a hill, so it took me 20 minutes to get up the hill. To give you an idea of how long that takes in comparison, well, normally it takes me 30 seconds to get up the hill. It took me 20 minutes. Put the car in the drive, put the car in reverse, put the car in drive, try to get some traction. I don't know how much damage I did to my front-wheel drive tires, but um, it is what it is. I had a, I, I probably should have called my house and say, hey, can you guys come out here and push me up? But there is no alternate way in. There used to be an alternate way in, but that got blocked a couple of years ago by some neighbors of, of mine. And it's understandable because it's private property. So I no longer go, can go in the other way. So it was, uh, it was rough. It was a rough drive home. Um, and that was Monday night, by the way. So... Um, Monday, uh, I'm going to tell you about. I had a marathon walk, um, and it was good. I was, I tried to record this dumbcast on Sunday on the way home, which I normally do. But I got to tell you, folks, I was so tired. I'm like uh, uh, two minutes in, three minutes in. I was yawning and I was in pain. I was in like some sort of mental, spiritual pain. I, I just couldn't do it. I tried. I tried really hard. I started. I stopped. I restarted. And I try to give myself some energy like I do now, like I have it now naturally. I couldn't do it. I just kept on, like, losing my place. I mean, it was just the most awful uh, recordings. Uh, more awful than the first 20-some-odd episodes of the show, which I actually published. Way, way bad. Really, really, really bad. And I'm not even... I didn't even keep them for, like, you know, keepsake. Like, hey, uh, you know, one day maybe I'll do a show of all my horrible moments. And they're like, nah, nobody wants to hear horrible moments of an unknown podcaster. So... Uh, I deleted them all. Uh, I mean, I guess I could edit them and make them funny or whatever, but nah, I, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I don't want to clutter up my phone with crappy recordings of a of a you know crappy uh, podcast. So anyway, uh, 
here we are. We are in the Kia Rio. We are the fastest podcast on earth. And I appreciate you guys tuning in. However you found me. Uh, we're growing little by little. Very little by little. <laughs> but we're getting there. And I'm making changes every day. Every day? Yeah, a little bit every day. 0.001 every day. The show gets a little bit better. Gets a little bit more popular. So if I do about a thousand episodes, I'll be 100% better. Because it's 0.001 a day. Does that make sense? I think so. Right? Yeah. Tenths, hundredths, thousandths. So if I take 0.001... Or well, maybe it's going to improve by 1%. Yeah, I think it'll improve by 1%. <laughs> I got to do 1,000 episodes to get to 1%. That's good enough. Whatever. As long as it's better, not worse. Going in the right direction. Hey, speaking of the right direction, let's do the mileage report. Does that really make sense? The right direction, the mileage report? No. But it sounds good, doesn't it? Hey, speaking of that, that's a segue. That's what they call a segue. Let's do the mileage report. I have no music for the mileage report. I just thought about that. I should do a little mileage report music. Yeah, Dave, let's clutter up the show. You only have a half hour. You're going to clutter up with even more crap that nobody cares about. Just give it the mileage. Nobody cares. I know, but it's a it's a plug for Comedy Pipe. They, they're they the ones that bring you the uh, mileage report. ComedyPipe.com. Comedy. ComedyPipe.com. They're the ones that bring you Pipe Dream Live. Pipe Dream Live is on tonight, Wednesday night. If I upload this right away, as soon as I get to the job... Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock. That's not going to happen. Uh, the show will happen, but I'm not going to upload this probably tonight. I'll upload it uh, on Thursday, the 26th of January. So anyway, yeah, it's a one-hour live radio, internet, uh, streaming, comedy talk show. And um, they do their best every week. Mike 3D and his two co-hosts, Jefferson and Joe Green, who never listen to the show. and have nothing to offer me. I don't know why. Why don't they listen to the show? I'm nice enough to plug their show. Whatever. They they march their own uh, their own you know their own drummer. What can I say? You know if they had uh, podcasts, I would listen to them. I would instead like, oh yeah, I gotta listen. They're part of Pipe Dream. I support them. But yeah, they're not that motivated, or they don't care enough, or they're not that insightful enough. What am I gonna do? I can't do anything about it. Can't make them do it. It'd be nice after fifty three episodes that I might get a tweet. I get an email, something from the two guys who I've been plugging every week, Jefferson and Joe Green. Say, hey, Dave, I heard your podcast. You know what? Sucks. You know what? Not bad. You know what? I was drunk listening to it. I was high. It was good. You know what? I heard it and I killed somebody. I went out and I killed somebody. You know what? It's good if you want to do heroin. You know what? (laughs) I think I just created a bit. You know what? You know what? Why not? Nobody's done that yet, right? You know what? I might just do it. You know what? Probably won't do it. Um, so anyway, the mileage report is... So that's it. Pipe dream, right? You get it. Wednesdays at 8, wherever you are in the world. If it's Wednesdays at 8 o'clock p.m. on the East Coast of the United States of America, it's time for Pipe Dream Live. 226,102 miles. Wow. And I'm not keeping track every week except for the fact the time when I say it. But I should be writing it down. I should be putting it in the, in the show notes because... Um, I should be referring to it. Like, hey, 400 more than last week. 500 more than last week. 600 more than last week. This week I went to New York City with the car. So, you know, should be about 600 more than last week. I don't remember. I know at one point we were like 225,000, like 400. Something like that, right? Yeah, then we went up. I remember there was a 400 night. It doesn't matter. That was the my sister Dina's show, episode 52, when I was leaving last Monday from the Kingston Book Club. Kingston Policy and Book Club. Something like that. I can't remember the name of my own book club. Anyway, 
which is the least of my problems. I can't read, and I don't I don't know anything about politics, politics or policy. <laughs> so I joined a book club all about policy and politics, in which you have to read books to participate. So there you go. That's the genius, genius of Dave Canyon. Time to get down. 226,103 miles. Fantastic. Thank you, Kia. You're giving me a great car. Um, there you go. That's the mileage report. All right. So what did I do this week? Yeah, so Sunday I was tired. I didn't do a dumb cast. Went home. Went to sleep. Uh, Monday was the big day. Uh, today is Wednesday. Monday, two days ago, was the big day. Went down to New York City to visit my friend Lee. He's more than just a friend. He's um, he's my mentor as far as running goes. He's my inspiration. Um, I watched him run a New York City marathon uh, how many years ago? That was 2013. So it was probably about 2012, 2011, something like that. I went down to Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, New York. It was a beautiful day. It was a really warm, warm um, November. It was like a warm winter we had. And it was because um, uh, the marathon is always in the first Sunday of November, I think it is. And there's a street, a major street in Brooklyn called Flatbush Avenue. Flatbush Avenue and 4th Avenue. They intersect. And I stood there, and I watched the marathon go by. I watched it uh, from the very uh, the first people they released. I watched all the guys on wheels, and I watched the guys who were uh, handicapable. I'm gonna be I'm gonna say handicapable. They were handicapped, but they were also handicapable. Uh, there were guys there, and I tell you what really got me. There were blind people. There were all people of all different disabilities. All right, disabilities. You're disabled. You have a disability. All different types. Uh, they don't wear their disabilities on their sleeve. But I tell you what they did. Some of these guys were tethered. Tethered. You know what that means, right? Tethered. They were attached to another runner via some sort of rope, string, bungee cord. I don't know. They were tethered. But they were running. So I found that so amazing that not only were they running... And they were tethered, this blind person, or whatever whatever their issue was. Uh, but they also found somebody that would run with them, tethered. So the, the guy who doesn't need to be tethered is tethered. I, I, I thought that was amazing. That you would put yourself... Listen, I donate platelets, you know, a couple times a year. I like to do it once a month. You know, like this year, I hope 2017, I keep my act together. Last year, I bailed like halfway through the year. Then I came back and whatever. But um, I still donated a bunch of times. But I donate platelets, and I like to do it once a month. Uh, you know, they stick a needle in my arm, and they, they take stuff out. They take platelets. They take plasma. I don't know if they keep any uh, of my blood. I, I don't know how it all works. You think I would know by now. I've been there a few times. So that's a sacrifice. You know, big deal. I go home. That's it. I sit on my butt, I play with my phone, and then I go home. Sometimes I can watch TV. They have TVs in the room. Sometimes I talk to the phlebotomists. <coughs> I think they're called phlebotomists. But these guys run a marathon, and they're tethered. They can't They can't go anywhere. They got to go where the guy goes, or the girl. And uh, I found that to be amazing. And it, I think that's the part that really blew my mind. That's the part where I said, no more excuses. I think I said it out loud. I was standing there with a buddy of mine, a former buddy of mine, Scott. We're not friends anymore, I guess, because he doesn't call me, doesn't talk to me. I, I know he's pretty upset with me. But then again, who isn't? Um, I can't do anything about that. Um, you know, I said, no more excuses. 
maybe I said it to myself. Um, no more excuses. When you watch somebody tethered running, so they've overcome a major obstacle, and they went and found somebody that would help them run or guide them. I don't know if they help them run. I can't assume that these guys are trainers. Maybe they're just guys that run, and they volunteered to be tethered. I don't know. I assume they know these guys. I don't know how that all works. Anyway, it's you know it's kind of like a three-legged race, <laughs> but it's four legs. You're running, they're running. There's no potato sack. There's no, there's no, you're tethered by your shoulders or something. Or your arms. I don't know where they tether. So, no more excuses. That's, like, like it was a big moment. And then the sea, S-E-A, the sea of regular running people. I hate to say regular, because that makes the other guys irregular. But, hey, they're tethered. That's not regular. That's not the normal. And uh, that blew me away. That really blew me away. Uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of runners until my buddy Lee uh, ran in front of me. It was fantastic. The sea of humanity, I think is what I said back in the day. The sea of humanity of all these guys running down 4th Avenue from the Verrazano Narrows Bridge. Narrows? I don't know. That's what they call it. The Verrazano. We call it in the Brooklyn. In the Brooklyn, we call it, uh, you know, the Brook. We call it, uh, nobody calls it the Brook. So don't come to Brooklyn and say, hey, uh, it's great to be here in the brook. Nobody calls it that. Although, maybe I started something. The brook. I used to be a member of a swim club called The Brook. Maybe that was short for Brooklyn. I never asked anybody. It never occurred to me that just this very moment, at 53 and a half years of age, that maybe this swim club was called The Brook. Short for Brooklyn. I don't know. It's closed now. It's been closed a long time. Who do I ask? I don't know. I'll have to go on one of those fake book groups. Ask if that's what it was named for. I thought it was like the brook, like like you know, like a babbling brook. Anyway, so uh, yeah, the Verrazano Narrows Bridge uh, crosses over from Staten Island into Brooklyn. So uh, it was amazing. It was overwhelming. I was incredibly inspired. And then uh, Scott and I got on the train after we saw Lee at uh, Flappish Avenue and Fourth Avenue. Then we got on the train. Then we went into Manhattan. And we watched them. Uh, we watched them run down. It was either run up First Avenue or Second Avenue. I forgot which avenue they run the marathon in Manhattan. But it was great. We saw Lee again. We cheered for him. We rooted for him. And then we went to Central Park one last time. And then he uh, he went past us like like a mile, two miles from the finish line. And we rooted him on. And we rooted him on to the end. And then we met him after. And then we went out to eat, I think, or something. Or I don't know what we did. Maybe we didn't. I don't know. But it doesn't matter. We hung out with Lee. We supported him. It was a great day. Very inspiring. So here we are years later. I never ran a marathon. I got in good shape for half marathons. Then I got this job and I went I went back out of shape. But I'm working my way back one week at a time in my seven-day um, seven challenges. I've been uh, doing it since December 4th, and it's been quite successful. Uh, so I met Lee... I, maybe I'll get to it before the end of the episode. I met Lee Monday down in um, Manhattan, and uh, we went for a walk. We planned on it. We planned on a long walk. We tried doing a long walk last year. We didn't do it as long as this year because the weather was horrible. There was snow and slush everywhere. It was exhausting. We just to get on and off the curbs, try not to get your feet soaking wet. It was just really uncomfortable. It wasn't a great walk. It was a good walk, not a great walk. This year we had a great walk. And we walked from 
Well, I walked from West 94th Street, Manhattan, the upper west side of Manhattan. He walked from West 83rd Street. So I got 11 blocks in there, which came out to, and I, I took one walk around his block, which came out to 1.6 miles. So all day long, I was 1.6 miles ahead of him. And then at the end, of course, I walked back to the car. So, um, you know, you got to double it because I parked my car in a garage. So it's, you know, about 3.2 miles more than he did. So anyway, we walked all the way down the west side. Manhattan has a path now. This beautiful, clean, well-organized path. It's now a concrete or asphalt path. There's a bike path that's separate for a large part of the path. And there's a walking, running path. There's piers, there's bathrooms, there's vistas. Do I sound like the Manhattan Chamber of Commerce? Commerce? Yes, good. I'm glad. Come to Manhattan. Walk the island. So Lee and I walked all the way down the west side. And we went up every pier. Every pier. We went up, touched the guardrail at the end or whatever it is. We talked, we took pictures, we turned around. I posted some pictures on... No, I did not post any pictures on my Facebook page. Did I? Yes, I did, but I, uh, not of the peers. I could have, I don't know why I didn't post those pictures. Whatever. So, we worked all the way down to the Battery Park City. Do you know where that is? It's at the southern tip of Manhattan. It's the most, it's the oldest part of Manhattan, I guess. The southern tip. That's where Wall Street is. Wall Street is right next to Battery Park Place, or Battery Park. Yeah, right, Battery Park Place, something like that. Battery Park. And um, battery. You know why they call it battery? There's nothing to do with batteries. It has to do with fighting. Battery. Like armory. Right? Like battery. You know what? I just took a guess. I'm not really sure. But there, there's, a, there's a fort there at Battery Park. And they had cannons in there. And they fought the British, I guess, or whatever. So it's the lower tip of Manhattan. We jumped on the Staten Island Ferry. The Staten Island Ferry is uh, every half hour. And it's free. It's free. No more cars. I think because of 9-11, no more cars. Um, I'm sure it's, a, it's because of 9-11. No more cars on a Stanley Ferry. But they let you sit there for free. And every half hour, it departs on time, all the time. Like seven days a week, except for like a short period of time. I think like on Sundays where it goes to like, you know, it misses one or two. So I don't know. Then it goes to 40 minutes. I have no idea. But anyway... It's not that busy Sunday morning, so they kill you know they kill a few boats. Uh, and the ferry was great. We had a couple of beers. We had some pretzels. You got for a dollar at the Statline Ferry Terminal. You got to be quick though, because the next boat leaves right away. So every and you, you got to get off the boat. We used to never have to get off the boat. Now you have to get off the boat. I think that's also 9/11, because they sweep the boat for explosives. I guess they got dogs. I don't know what they do. So anyway. We got pretzels, we had beer, we had some Beck's beer, we had some Foster's lager. The sun had, had been out, it had been windy. It was crazy windy and the forecast was rain. Got off the ferry, we went uh, north on the east side of Manhattan. We went across the Brooklyn Bridge, which was exhausting, and then Lee had a pee. Last year, I was the pee brain. I had a pee every five minutes last year. Probably not every five minutes, I'm exaggerating. Every half hour, 45 minutes, an hour. Whatever it was, an hour, an hour and a half. It was cold, it was dank out. And I don't know about you women, but I know what it does for me. I had to pee a lot last year. This year, I was doing great. I held it in a lot. But anyway, so Lee had to pee. So we jumped off. We didn't jump off the bridge. We got off the Brooklyn end of the Brooklyn Bridge. We went to Starbucks. Guess what? I didn't know this. 
Every Starbucks has a bathroom. Every Starbucks. This is what I'm told. Every Starbucks has a bathroom. I don't go to Starbucks for the coffee. I don't like their coffee. I love their bathrooms. They come in handy. So, uh, did you say handy? Well, you know what I mean. So, uh, we went to the bathroom. Then we got hungry. And Lee wanted to eat somewhere. Somewhere special. Uh, He knew of a place. So we looked it up. It was in Williamsburg. Are you following the map so far? We're in Brooklyn. It's called Dumbo. It's down under the Manhattan Bridge. I don't know what the O stands for. Down under the Manhattan Bridge. Oh. Wait, we were by the Brooklyn Bridge. Well, it's in between the Manhattan Bridge and the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, Dumbo. It's in between both bridges. Is it? Doesn't matter. Look it up. It's called Dumbo. So we walked all the way from Dumbo to Williamsburg. Williamsburg is a big hipster town. All these years, it's always been a big Hasidic community. Hasidic, like in Jewish. Hasidic Jew. Kind of like Amish, but Jewish. (laughs) Anyway, uh, we went to a place called Peter Luger's. You ever hear of it? Peter Luger's? I've heard of it. It's expensive. I would never eat there. Lee was treating. Supposed to go there for steak. We went there for hamburgers. The guy even said to us, this is your first time here and you're having a hamburger? That's odd. Why don't you get a steak? Well, Lee Lee was buying and he said, well, this is not a steak moment. It's a hamburger moment. We're friends. We're not having a steak moment. Whatever. I didn't care. I mean, you know, Lee was buying. He insisted. It was his brother who uh, had been pushing him to eat there for many years. So he finally ate there. We ate there. Hamburger was good. Was it worth $15, $16, $17? No, it was not. Not at all. Not worth it. Not, not the burgers. Maybe the steak was awesome. There were two Chinese girls. Chinese? Japanese? I don't know. I can't tell. I still can't tell. Um, attractive, you know. And uh, they giggled the entire time. They were taking pictures and they were giggling like you would think two Asian girls. There you go. Two Asian girls would be like, it was, it was interesting. I I would have liked to have recorded it, you know, video and audio, because I don't think you guys believe me, but it was very typical. It was two Asian girls. I don't know, thirties. I don't know how old they were. Um, they looked young, (coughs) not too young, not like teenage young and not like young adult young. Yeah. They had to be, how could they afford it? They had to be in the thirties. They have to be somewhat upward mobile. I don't even know if they were talking English. I, I wasn't really paying attention. But I did hear a lot of the giggling. I think they giggled in Asian. <laughs> Asian? Not a language, Dave. I know. But you know what I mean. Uh, so, they were giggling. They took pictures of the steak. It was a whole thing for them. Okay. I was like, how much time do I have? It looks like 23 minutes. I thought for a minute there was 28 minutes. Like, I got to say goodbye already. So we ate our burgers. It was good. I got medium rare. I should have gotten medium well, but I, the guy recommended medium rare. So I went along with the recommendation. No beers, just water. We had beers on the, on the, on the, on the boat, on the ferry. And then from, uh, Peter Luger's, we, uh, walked across the Williamsburg Bridge. So we went back into, back into Manhattan. On the Williamsburg Bridge. Those pictures are up on my Facebook page. Uh, uh, if you go to Dave Canyon. Maybe I'll uh, post some pictures to um, 
to dumbing it down with Dave. I don't know if I want to do that. So we'll see. But they're on the Dave Canyon fake book page. Pictures of the Williamsburg Bridge. No pictures of the um, Brooklyn Bridge. So then we just walked up Broadway. We walked up Broadway. Really, Dave? We're just going to do the whole show about your tour? I don't know. Whatever. I mean, this is what I'm inspired to do right now. Uh, we went up Broadway. Broadway kind of cuts through the middle of Manhattan. So if you're all the way on the lower east side of Manhattan and you want to go to the upper west side, which is what we wanted to do, you take Broadway because it zigzags on its own. Not really zigzags, no. It cuts diagonally through Manhattan for whatever reason. So you don't go up First Avenue all the way up the east side and then cut across. It's longer. You diagonally go up uh, Broadway. Anyway, it had started to rain when we left Peter Luger's. It was threatening rain all day, but it didn't rain. We were doing great. We were dry. We were comfortable, except for the wind. The wind was insane. But that was fun. Nobody cared. I don't care. Nothing bothers me. Just like when I drive a truck. It doesn't bother me. Until we get to snow and ice, I don't care. Uh, we got to 34th Street, also called Herald Square, I think, where Macy's is. If you come to New York, you want to go to Macy's, the big old Macy's store. I think they still have wooden escalators. I think they're still wooden. I don't even know. I don't know. They're not the new silver ones that you see in malls everywhere. They're wooden. Made of wood. Wood. Uh, Lee was really wet. (laughs) We stopped. Oh, by the way, we stopped at McDonald's by Union Square. Union Square is another popular place to, you know, walk around. And we saw my buddy Vernon Payne. Vernon Payne, comedian. Good to see him. Uh, then we went up there. Yeah, then we went to uh, Herald Square, jumped on the train, and then we went straight to his apartment. Lee's apartment, uh, where he's staying uh, on vacation, and um, we drank some bourbon. <laughs> it was delicious. I gotta re- I gotta f- I've gotta remember to ask him the name of it, and uh, I'm gonna buy a bottle of my own bourbon. Very delicious bourbon. Couple shots of that. We talked. Lee's wife. Came back from her little excursion. Author named Kathy Aarons, A A R O N S. She's an author. She has books out there. Look her up, Kathy Aarons. Mystery novelist. Then uh, we sat on the couch like two marshmallows for two hours, I think, drinking bourbon. Uh, I didn't have a lot. I had a couple of shots and that was it. Because uh, I had to drive. I knew I had to go home eventually. It was still raining out. It was raining pretty hard. And uh, I got dressed. Stopped at a Chinese restaurant. I got two egg rolls and an order of large spare ribs. Lee ordered a whole bunch of food for him and his wife, in which they gave him two free egg rolls. But his wife doesn't eat pork. So he gave me the two egg rolls. So now I had four egg rolls. I was in egg roll heaven. It was worth the trip. Oh, yeah, by the way, at the end of Peter Luger's, they give you a little chocolate coin, milk chocolate coin. That was delicious. That was the best part of the of the cheeseburger, of the you know sixteen, seventeen, eighteen dollar cheeseburger was the chocolate gold coin they gave you at Peter Luger's. The water was delicious too. Water with lemon. They were very liberal with the water with lemon. I appreciate that when you're spending all that money on a burger. So um, yeah, so uh, I walked to my car with my four egg rolls and my large order of spare ribs. Uh, got to my garage. I paid very little for the parking that day. I paid twenty five dollars. For like 18 hours of parking. That's incredibly cheap. If you could find that, I used an app, not a sponsor. Park Wiz. 
Parkwiz. W-H-I-Z? W-I-Z? I don't know. Now it's getting late. So, uh, I found a little, small little garage on the Upper West Side. It's a 44-car garage. They don't open till 6, and they close at 11. So you can't be late. I was early. I didn't know they didn't open till 6. The door was closed to this garage when I got there. Most garages in New York are 24 hours, 7 days a week. This one is not. So I sat there, and I kind of panicked. Like, uh-oh, now what? But the guy showed up at about 5.30. He said, yeah, you got to be here before 11 because we closed. I'm like, oh, boy. So, and that, not, you know, I'm a procrastinator. So, but I made it there with about 10 minutes to go. And then I went up the thruway, and it started to rain and was icy. And I was going to do a podcast on the way home, which I had planned, but I couldn't. I had to keep two hands on the wheel. Anyway, you know what the it and dumbing it down with Dave? No breaks today. How do you like that? No breaks except for the mileage report. The it is I walked 26 miles. 26 miles in about 18 hours. It took a. Uh, actually, my map, my run said we did it in about seven hours, but we paused it so we wouldn't lose track. When we sat down at Peter Lugas, when we sat on the ferry, when we sat on the train, we paused it. So it took me about seven hours to do 26 miles. That's a marathon. I could walk a marathon. I know that now. With very little or no training, I could walk a marathon. And I bet you I could get it done in faster than seven hours. Because I wouldn't be stopping. I'd have momentum. I think, I think, with sneakers, good sneakers on and some training, and lose a little weight, oh yeah, I think I could walk a pretty good five-hour marathon. That's what I think. I think I can. Gotta go, folks. Thank you for tuning in. Goodbye. Good day. Good night. Good luck. Good riddance. Godspeed and great skills. Take care. Don't forget to check out my website at dumbingitdownwithdave.com.